So you've got a website which is fully optimized and looking amazing and it gives a great user experience. But can you say the same about your social media channels? If you're not too sure, then help is at hand today. Stay tuned as our guest has all the answers when it comes to ensuring your social channels look their very best. And he's got some amazing tips too. Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyford, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. Happy Friday, Emer, or should I say happy maple syrup day? It's the one thing I love to have on my breakfast pancakes, Emer. I'm wondering, did you have an overload of it? Because it's a bit too sweet. You're very, very sweet today. Yeah. Well, are you sweet or sorry, Emer, though? I think generally you're Uh, No, I'm definitely sweet Saturday to Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it is also today, which is very telling, it is also National Underdog Day. Am I ever going to win you over with my jokes on the digital giggle? Hashtag not going there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, can't sweeten that deal. Oh, no, 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 not. Oh, but anyway, speaking of something that never makes me feel sour, it's time for Emer's experiences. The good, the bad and the ugly tips, questions and even the odd quiz. I'll have to think a few more things to put in there. Um, So anyway, as we move into 2022, can you imagine that? Like, I mean, that's what, like, I'm I'm just trying to figure out the dates, like, I'm losing Where's the time going? I know, I know. So I thought I'd go and uh, venture into one of my favorite uh, websites, which is HubSpot.com. So uh, yeah, definitely go check it out. And it has some trends that they're kind of highlighting for 2022. Oh, not this first one. No. TikTok, yeah, (laughs) it's going to dominate the social media space. Yes, Philip, you and your high kicks and all that jazz. Where clocks go to dance, Emer. (laughs) You'll have to come off reels and you'll have to go on TikTok. (sighs) The other one, which I um, I kind of kind of just think to myself, well, it is probably the way things are going, augmented reality, you know, because, yeah. you know, when you were like, I remember like when we had serious lockdown and I'd be trying color, you know, hair colors and things, mm, you know, with yeah, L'Oreal, yeah. they had an app and you'd look at it and go, no, green's not a good look. But anyway, <laughs> um, so they're talking about the fact that this is going to try more try on products. So you probably can look at that lovely, you know, pink shirt you want, Philip or whatever, yeah. um, and interact with brands that way. So I, I can see that probably being a strong feature. Yeah. Um, uh, continuing, businesses in the B2B space will increase their investments in Instagram and Twitter. Now, Twitter, yes, but Instagram, that's interesting. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, like I think since Instagram is like literally every day, this change is happening on the Instagram platform and mm-hmm. with Instagram shopping and shoppable tags. Yeah. Um, but for move. the B2B, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, uh, like I definitely can see that because I, I think it's becoming a platform that now is spanning so many different, you know, um, yeah. business premises that I think I think if you're not on Instagram, you should be testing it and see if it's right for your audience. 
Yeah, because then you can check like a Google Analytics and see, you know, 100%. where your traffic's coming in and 100%. if Instagram works for you. Yeah. Um, another point actually that I find kind of interesting was about the fact that businesses will now have to invest more in long form and short form content, you know, such as things like live audio chat rooms would be another example. Um. I like the live audio chat rooms because like I, I did like Clubhouse, but I haven't been there in ages. Mm. Um, Twitter spaces, I, I have to say, I find very interesting because it, there's no, you don't need to invite someone. They can just pop in, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, of course, I'd see Facebook um, and even LinkedIn, you know, like it could mm-hmm. become more stronger um, that direction. Yep. But then LinkedIn, I, I, I honestly think that's bound to be the next one. What's your thoughts? Yes, I would think they're going to start testing it. It makes it makes sense. I know they've been releasing out LinkedIn Live for live mm-hmm. video on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, so this because I, I think LinkedIn groups are really are dead. That's my yeah. own personal view. But I think uh, definitely LinkedIn audio could be interesting. So watch this space. Actually, they could actually bring it into like LinkedIn events. You know, maybe that's another yeah, yeah, strategy. 100%, 100%, yeah. 100%, so, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, lots to think about there for 2022, um, uh, especially on the strategy things uh, side of things. So guys, you know, um, ever evolving. And uh, then you want to be fully dressed online, which thankfully we're talking about today. Absolutely. Always be yeah. testing. All right. Just the way I test yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. You're very part testing. Of the show. Mm, yes. Yeah, it, it, it's your favorite part. Or maybe this is the testing part of the show for you, Emer. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Oh, yes, it is. Because it is the digital giggle. Red alert! Red alert! Yes, I love that bit of impromptu. Okay, there. can we not just speed through? Oh, okay. go on. Go okay, on. now this is, a, this is a special one, you know, in honor of my 11-year-old son who loves the digital giggle, by the way. Oh, you've paid, so him, haven't, a, you've paid him, haven't you? I have, yeah. yeah. Uh, a few extra on the Revolut account. Um, <laughs> he uh, he gave me this one, so I promised I would tell it on the radio. Okay. I like this one, actually. What do you call a dinosaur with only one eye? I have no idea. <laughs> do you think he saw us? <laughs> Did I see this coming? No. <laughs> no. Moving quickly along. Yeah, yeah, before before um, we have no one listening. But anyway, all I can say is, if you find today's joke uh, ever anyway, I expire, inspiring. I, I, Captain. You can catch more of them by hopping on to the Let's Get Social podcast on Podbeam iTunes, Spotify, and the Dublin South FM website. I'm lost for words. It must be coming up to Christmas. It must be. <gasps> oh. But listen, before Emer tells you all to speed through the first three minutes and you'd be You see, I lost that. I usually say that now. I've... Yeah, you have a lost for words. Yeah, Don't I am, speed though. through. Yeah, I need but a listen, coffee. <laughs> but listen, we are delighted, and hopefully our yes. guest is still here after that, that joke. Um, we're delighted to be joined by Martin Reynolds. And Martin provides support and service to generate more business and a better presence online using social media. Very experienced in helping business from all industries to use social media more effectively. And with COVID, et cetera, it was through social media training workshops, consultations and mentoring that Martin has really established himself as an expert in this area. And these days he can help your business by managing 
all of your social media marketing for you. Martin actually does a lot more than that. He helps your business's online presence with great content creation and curation, posting, scheduling, building your following, which is super important. Mm-hmm. Engagement with your audience. Not a lot of people don't really do enough of that. Um, and boosting your online visibility, traffic, search position, inquiries. Uh, I wonder what you'd be able to do anything for your social media jokes. We'll have to ask him. Um, yeah. And so much more. But without further ado, welcome to the Let's Get Social show, Martin Reynolds. Thank you very much. Um, what a build up. <laughs> No pressure on me to live up to those expectations. And after that joke, Philip, I can see I've got to keep my eye on you. Yes. <laughs> you can so, use that one as well if you're new business apologies. pages, Martin. <laughs> I have actually got one for you where you mentioned TikTok, so because I've been giving away free packets. Oh, oh I like yeah, it. Oh, go away. on, go on. Give them a run for this money. <laughs> <laughs> I've been giving away free packets of small mints on my social media platform to create more engagement. It's called the TikTok Tic Tac Tactic. Oh, oh, I like it. Virtual like high five. <laughs> I like it, Martin. So I was going to say before we jump straight into uh, what all the great things you do, Martin. Um, what is your thoughts? Did you did you stay engaged with the digital giggler? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's still giggling. You see, it worked. Thanks, Martin. We're friends. <laughs> so, Martin, it is super to have you with us today. Thank Listen, you. thanks for taking the time. Um, we'd love you to share with us. You know, how did you go from a background in? Weddings to social media. How how did this come about? Oh, engaged, a, were you engaged? <laughs> you can't remember. Uh, yeah, I took the word engagement down the wrong route. I think um, <laughs> it's it's a very long story. I, I basically uh-huh. I, I set my first online business back up many many years ago um, for local businesses to advertise their wedding business on a directory, and we were organising wedding shows and wedding wow. magazines. And it just, everything evolved from there. That was one of my clients who was a wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. actually oh. started to, he asked me um, to help him with his social media. It then evolved into training sessions for my advertisers. And the whole thing evolved where it got to the stage where I sold the wedding business to a competitor back in 2011, I think it was, and just to concentrate on the online side of things and, of course, social media evolving all the time. Um, I could see it was the way forward and it just, the whole social media side of things just took over. That's really interesting. No, I, I wasn't joking about the engagement because people will probably go, I can see the connection, you know, that way, you know. Um, <laughs> but um, as you were saying, social media is ever evolving. <clears throat> A while back, as you know, Facebook changed their interface from classic Facebook to new Facebook. I wasn't happy now, Martin, because I felt like I was being pushed. You know, when you go to a car sales room and you are uh, you want to get a blue car, but they want to make you have a red car. And then you go, no, I want the blue car. I'm happy with the blue car, but they still push the red car on you, if you know what I mean. Um, and we all had to get go and get used to this new layout. Um, but when I find when they, you know, in between the time before they actually give you no choice that you, when you went to, I was doing training with people and we go into the new Facebook and then we go, let's go back into the uh, classic Facebook and just check a couple of things. And it says in the message, um, are you leaving new Facebook because of the, mi- the missing features? And I was there going, hell yeah. Um, I prefer to go back to classic Facebook. You can't be classic, Philip, can you? So like, wh- why? Why change it? Um, no. I know. So uh, I was going to ask you, Martin, what were your thoughts on that? Like, I was, were you like me? You wanted I the was, blue- 
Absolutely. I was exactly the same. It was nice where you had the choice to go back from um, the new design back to the classic look. That was yeah. fine. Um, and you knew it was coming. They were going to force it on you. And I, initially, I, it wasn't great. I wasn't a fan, yeah. um, completely honest with that, especially with the um, – there were some features they appeared to have removed. Yes. Um, and especially when you were trying to optimise, you know, a, a client's Facebook profile as well, those, those features have been removed. It seems yeah. – They've since added them back again, such, you know, as adding links into mm. your profile. They weren't live links at first, now they are. Mm-hmm. So um, it's beginning to grow on me. I'm still not won over completely. Um, I, I, I'm beginning to like it. It does still seem a little bit buggy, especially the business suite side of the yeah. new design. Um, but it's growing on me. But I wasn't a fan initially. Yeah, like, like mm-hmm. it is. I have found it buggy, and you're right there, Martin, like especially – on the notifications, you know, when you're going into notifications, you might click on, oh, so-and-so has mentioned your page. And then when you click on it, nothing happens. And then mm-hmm. you're having to do a background route to try and find where they're mentioned. And then obviously when it's com- when it's compounded, then obviously with all the change in the privacy rules, mm-hmm. that then you can't interact because someone might, it might be a personal page and you're a business. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, that whole notification thing has been a bit of a, a hair pulling out exercise. Yeah. And then I've noticed I started moving things right in the dashboard, you know, where automated mm. responses are and you want to turn off the frequently asked questions and all that kind of thing. They yeah. moved the icon. It was down over on the bottom uh, left. Now it's way over in the top right. And I'm going, yeah. would you stop moving things right? <laughs> yeah. I think it's a like change for the sake of change. Really. Absolutely. Yeah, must be yeah, bored. So. Here, we'll, yeah. we'll annoy them and we'll move everything around today, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's a bit like when you come out of the pub and you go, oh, what's the best way home? <laughs> it was like, it, it was like, um, and you, you might remember this, uh, seeing this, uh, uh, Martin uh, and yourself, Emer. I, I'm, it was years ago. I remember downloading a piece of software and it, it wasn't right. But whatever, it obviously was a glitch in the program because every time I tried to remove, the button would start moving around the screen. And I'm like chasing around the screen, this sort of remove software with my mouse. Will you stay still? I was like moving. Oh, <laughs> Bloody. So, how many, how many, how many uh, coffees did you have that day? <laughs> I moved on to Irish whiskeys after that. Oh, okay. That's okay. You know? Um, but, it, but it is annoying because, you know, you go in when you maybe are busy that day and then they've moved a feature and then you have mm. to go find it. Do you know what, Amy? It always seems to be when the, the evening before I um, presented the social media training workshop or anything like that, you think mm. you, you think you've done your research and mm. yeah. before you get everything prepared and then the next morning you go to the social show and he's, well, all you need to do is click on this. Oh, it's not there anymore. Oh. Um, and Facebook have just changed it. Like you say, it seems for the for the sake of it. Yeah, like, like it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of a very interesting thing because something that no that you come across, Martin, in in your trainings and consultations with clients is we're always talking, especially within social and web, about user experience. You know, mm-hmm. you know the ability to use something is it easy and like for you know, business that Dima works with and that I would have worked with in clients and that you, you know, if you're not tech savvy or social seems a bit daunting, mm-hmm. logging onto the Facebook, Facebook page manager, let alone ads manager or business suite, but just the, the page manager can be very daunting. Yeah, and then absolutely. suddenly, suddenly there, as Dima was saying, they've changed the button from where it was on the left is now on the right. And, yeah. You know, so um, I, I don't, I don't really see the, uh, the reason why um 
but hey, listen, I suppose they've changed their name. They're changing everything you've been doing, you know. So what's next? You know, what's what's next? Um, where do you begin? Where do you? Asha, listen. Um, like I suppose something that that Emer is fantastic at, and obviously it's an area that you specialize in, and it is so important, is optimization. Um, would you just explain for our listeners, you know, when it comes to optimizing social channels? What does optimization mean? Why is it important? And what are the key things you should focus on? Um, optimization, for me, is, is, is essential. We, we do it for our websites, um, our social channels. They're just an extension of that and a part of our online presence and marketing mm-hmm. and, and optimizing our profiles. Just um, It basically increases our visibility on Facebook, on a specific platform, but also in Google as well. You know, with social media being part of Google's algorithm, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense to optimize it. And the first thing, one of the essential things for me is just keyword research. Yeah. Um, there's there's so many tools out there that you can use for free. Um, there's a Chrome extension I use called Keywords Every. You can use it for free, but the credits are quite cheap. Mm-hmm. And it's great to find those search terms that we can use to optimize our profiles the, the search terms, the phrases, the keywords that people are actually using to find us on social media and online as well. So we're getting these keywords and phrases into our profiles, and not just the profiles, the posts as, as well. They can help increase our vis- visibility of our profiles. Um, but like I say, not just in those specific platforms, but in Google too. So for me, optimizing social channels, that's the first. If a client comes to me, that's the first thing we would look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also is the... And I, I don't know what you thought your thoughts on this. You know your cover image and your profile image. People click on that. You should have your keywords behind those as well. Um, yes. And a lot of people don't. Um, mm-hmm. which and they don't understand. And I go, well, images are searchable on Facebook and people mm-hmm. will search using keywords. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. And more and more people do a search within Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we're getting lazy these days. We won't even go out of Facebook to go onto Google. We'll just do but they don't want you to. They want to stay. Want yeah, to absolutely. Media. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to stay and be meta. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I met you before. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, um, what other, um, say, another two or three points would you say are, like, essential, then, Martin, when it comes to optimizing um, at least Facebook? It's, it's, it's getting those bios, it's getting those sections. You know, you've got so many sections that you can optimize mm. um, within Facebook. It's, it's getting those filled out, it's getting those keywords, natural sounding descriptions with keywords in, and even mm-hmm. things like the Impressum. You know, it's a legal requirement in certain European countries, if not for us, but it's an opportunity to get a call to action or get some keywords in there. Um, the more you can get in there, and, and images as well. You know, photographs, yeah. you see it all the time. And again, when clients come to me, um, you'll look at the photos. They're not categorized into albums because you can put a keyword-rich description in the album mm-hmm. and you can put a keyword-rich description in each image with a link back to your website. So it makes sense. Every opportunity you can get a link back to your website, take that opportunity. Um, yeah. But get those keywords into the photos as well. It's important because if if you notice when you do a, sh- um, when you do a search within Facebook, you'll get those options come up, whether it's posts, pages, people, and photos are one of those options. So it's a great chance to get, especially if you're very visual, your business is very visual. It's a great chance to get those photos optimized and found in Facebook search as well. Yeah. Like, again, like, I know we're talking about Facebook. I think a lot of that can also come across, but like into your Twitter and your Instagram and even your LinkedIn company page, having those keywords consistent across all those platforms 
will help with leveraging the channels. Um, so your your number one tip then is keywords then, yeah? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, it, it's not keyword stuffing. Don't go and just spam. No. Um, and stuff your descriptions with keywords. It has to sound natural. Um, yeah. But we'll be surprised how many times or what we think people are, are searching for to find our business are generally not, the, that's not the case. Um, yeah. You know, I had one client, they were a skincare company and they were, they were targeting mole removals, which, you know, quite mm-hmm. obvious, but they were, they were, when we'd done the keyword research, we found they were coming up against pest control companies. So oh. completely, completely different target audience, obviously. Yeah, because mole obviously being the animal of the mole. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So um, sometimes those keywords, those key phrases that we think people are searching for is generally not the case. That's, That's interesting. very interesting. So you want to pick the right ones. Yeah, absolutely. And just uh, not to sound like a, a simplest, simplistic question, but for any listeners in business who are just either a little bit bamboozled or confused as to what is a keyword, it, it, would you just explain, I suppose, what it is like it's a search term to a certain extent as to yeah you know. absolutely and it when I, it's it's confusing sometimes it's confusing because we say key we 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 term it as keyword and it's not I, I wouldn't use singular keywords mm-hmm. they would be phrases what we what we class as long tail long tail um keywords mm-hmm. so they would be three or four words long so it would mm-hmm. be rather than just social media it would be social media marketing in norwich or social media marketing in ireland you know in dublin mm-hmm. those would be um search terms that people would put into a Google. Because that's what people say, isn't it? Like that's what yeah. they would. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course with voice search as well, you know, it's, it is exactly, you're right there, Ema. It's, it's what, how mm. people say it. So the people generally ask questions as well. You know, how do I improve my social media? Yeah. Um, or as I always say, how to bake a cake. <laughs> exactly. Because I don't know. Can someone tell me? please? <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> I guess well, Philip, you would say how to tell a good joke. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But that's this interview. Thank you for joining us, Cut Social. <laughs> but actually, you, you, you've made a good point, actually, because uh, linking uh, that example of the keyword, say, for example, you know, where uh, you, like you're based in Norwich. So um, let's just say someone is looking for social media consultancy and training in Norwich, and that's the search term. If you have, say, in your Facebook page, all of your optimization, your address details in there that you're in Norwich, mm-hmm. you have a higher chance of potentially getting found. And yeah. I suppose that's a, that's a nice linkage there that mm. someone is searching for someone in their location so if all of your details are filled in, the chances that potentially you could pop up in that person's search findings mm-hmm. is increased. So, um, yeah, so that's perfect. Yeah. 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 I think at the end of the day, it's always get back to basics. Actually talking, yeah. getting back to basics. You know, we're all prepping and planning for 2022. Philip, mm-hmm. I hope you are with those social media jokes. But anyway, <laughs> can you tell us the importance by conducting um, social media audits and even having a social media strategy going into the year uh, Martin, I know they're two separate entities, but sometimes you need to go back, as you we were saying, go back mm-hmm. to basics and do a quick, not say audit, because that sounds like kind of scary to people, but a quick review, yeah. would, would you say, and then build on that for a strategy, yeah? Absolutely. I think you need that strategy in place to begin with, but it, um, it's essential to track and measure your progress in anything mm-hmm. we do in business, really. So yeah. social media is certainly no different. So carrying out 
um, an order or a review. Mm -hmm. I would say probably sort of every three to six months. Um, it's very important. This will it's basically it will allow you to see exactly what is working and what mm -hmm. is not. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just as important to find out what's not working yeah. as, as what is working, you know, because our time is valuable. We'll, we'll be wasting time on yeah. creating content that's simply not connecting with your audience. Um, so having a clear and defined strategy is also essential. You, you basically need to start off with clear goals and objectives, achievable ones, mm -hmm. um, not ones that are out of reach because we start to get a little bit despondent if we're not reaching our goals. So they need to be achievable ones. So, for example, 100 followers in the first month or two inquiries within the first week. Um, but you also need to be clear on who your target audience is, mm -hmm. you know, your conversational tone the type of content you're going to create, what format is that content going to be in? Is it going to be in video? Is it going to be in Im images? And I agree with what you said earlier, email, you know, with podcasts and audio. It's, a, it's mm -hmm. something to look forward to in 2022. How often will you post? The time of the day you're going to post? Um, having a clear strategy on replying to comments and messages. Who will be responsible for creating that content and publishing mm -hmm. the content? What's the plan if they're off sick or on holiday? Yeah. Um, and what's your strategy for crisis managing management, you know, dealing with negative comments, bad reviews and so on. That's very, very important. So maybe a, a good place to start would be write down some questions for yourself um, Absolutely. and then yeah. go from there. Like, you know, as you say, you might have a new product that you're going to launch and you've got to work back from that yeah. rather yeah. than working towards it. Yeah, absolutely. I think those goals, um, the clear goals and objectives, they're, they're essential. That should be your, you, you need to know exactly what you want to get from your social media marketing. Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah. it's getting back to basics, I think might yeah, help. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. Like I think as well, it's um, so many businesses just need to understand as well that like social media, as wonderful and as powerful as it is, Mm. It is just another tool, another tactic, and you do need an element of patience as well. Like you're certainly mm. not going to start throwing a load of tweets up or Facebook posts, and then suddenly you're going to get hundreds and hundreds of inquiries. You know that there's a, no. an element of building online trust, and yeah, um, so it's actually uh, and people don't realise it. It's it's a, a marathon, not a sprint. It's the long, absolutely. long yeah. game, not the short yeah. game. Short yeah. game, you might start with, oh, I'll do up a few ads. You know yourself, Martin, but mm. that's yeah. not going to work. Because mm. there's no foundation, there's no, you know, yeah. people then click through and then they might mm. not see what they're looking for. And mm. then that's, they've clicked, wasted your money and they haven't got what they wanted. So that could be, uh, mm. it ruins the expectation then for the mm. person that had hoped that you were what they were looking for. So we're going to take a quick ad break, uh, but stay tuned. We'll be back with more social media tips on Let's Get Social. Everything's fine on 93.9 Dublin South FM. At Capital Credit Union, we put our members first. Our new member service team is available from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday to Friday and 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturdays, online or by phone, along with our normal branch hours. So, whether you want to apply for a loan, register for our online banking, or avail of our insurance options, you can get in touch with us today at 01-299-0400 or by emailing us at info at capitalcu.ie. Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. Warning, if you do not meet the repayments on your loan, your account will go into arrears. This may affect your credit rating. Capital Credit Union is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Hey, Keith McLaughlin here. Why not tune in for Sunday Night with Keith featuring new music from classic acts, new local music, our featured interview with singer-songwriters and some classic tracks from the past. That's Sunday Night with Keith every Sunday night at 8 o'clock only on Dublin South FM. 
Will you look at them go? I wish I had their energy. Ah, they're good for the soul, though, aren't they? I can't imagine life without Lucky, <laughs> but he might outlive me yet. <laughs> oh, well, take my advice and sign up for a Dog's Trust Canine Care card. It's completely free, and it's given me such peace of mind since I did. What's that? Well, it's simple, really. It means if you pass away before Lucky, Dog's Trust will take him in and give him the care and love he needs until they match him with the perfect forever home. That sounds terrific. How much did you say it costs? It doesn't cost a cent. Great. How do I sign up? Just text CARE to 50100 and they'll call you with more information. Or you can go to dogstrust.ie. Well, that's wonderful advice. I'll do that right away. Here, Lucky. Good boy. Your community radio for South Dublin. Dublin South FM. Welcome back to Let's Get Social with me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer and... Philip Twyford, the Curdy Marketer, Social Media Management and Strategist. And I think as you mentioned there as well, Martin, what's also very important when you're doing your both your audit and your strategy is that you are realistic in your resources because mm-hmm. you know there's so many influencers or people on social saying how well they've done 25 tweets today and five Facebook posts and they've done multiple reels and for business uh, owners have they done any work well that's it <laughs> you know <laughs> you know and I suppose this is for business to remember that listen if you can only do maybe one blog post a month or twice a month and maybe a, a tweet and some engagement but it's quality yeah and that's that's fine you know um you don't be setting yourself mm-hmm. objectives or comparing yourself I think comparing ISIS is a is an issue on social, I think, for a lot of uh, company owners and business owners. See, That's... people think you jump on social media and it's going to be a win-win and mm. then they get despondent because nothing's happening. 100% agree, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a, a good segue, Martin, into this question. Like from businesses that you've worked with and that obviously that you might see from your own, I suppose, journey on social, what are some of the, the mistakes that you've seen being made? Oh, good question. Um, I think for me, some of the most common ones are exactly what we're then saying about it's it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. And people, um, some clients, they'll, they'll, you'll see they'll give up after a few weeks when they see they don't get the desired results. Mm. Um, you know, it's it it's part of your long-term marketing plan. It's social media is the long-term game, most definitely. So, um you know, if you don't get those results, and again, it goes back to what we're saying about the goals and object- objectives, setting achievable ones, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't give up, don't get despondent, keep going and until, you know, you will get those desired results if you stick at it. But I also see like a lot of companies, they, they, they don't post consistently. You know, they, they, they do bursts of posts. They don't do anything for two, three weeks. They'll probably listen to something similar to this or do it, take a training course and get the bit between the teeth for social media mm. and suddenly do a burst of posts and then get despondent again and leave it after you know, for another three, four weeks and so on. It's just keeping consistent. And yeah. of course, you, you're posting too much. Um, I think that can do more harm than good. I agree it's more about quality over quantity. 
Um, if you're going to start posting five, six times a day on Facebook, I think it's too much. We don't even want to hear from our favorite brands five to six times a day. Yeah. Um, so it's posting yeah. too much as, much, as well. Yeah. Um, mentioned it earlier, blank profiles. You know, it's your opportunity to reach your audience and tell them what you do. It's, mm. you know, I use that to um, compare that to going to a networking event and handing out blank business cards. It's, you know, your profile is there. It needs to be filled out. Mm-hmm. It needs to tell your audience exactly what you do and give them as much information as you want. Yeah. Um, and also sales posts. You know, we, we we don't go on social media to be sold to. We may go on there to buy, um, but look at reviews and recommendations, but we don't go on there to be sold to. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, a big mistake is trying to sell to your followers. Like for me, it's adding value that will sell your products and services for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's adding value and trying to entertain your audience as well. So sales and promotional type posts, I think they're a big turn off as well. Yeah, I, I would limit those maybe to, um, they say, isn't it the 80-20 rule? Um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah, they, yeah. There's, still a, there's still a place for those types of posts, but absolutely yeah. agree. 80% valuable content, 20% promotion. Yeah, I, wor- I actually, funny enough, I worked with a, uh, they were, uh, they sold furniture. Um, and the first month they kept wondering why I was putting up like posts about like, you know, nachos day and you know um you know saving time on a few bits and pieces and whatever else basically and he was going I, you're not you're not promoting like the furniture and I went no I'm promoting your lifestyle so again they bought that lovely sofa off you and they're coming home and they don't know what to make for dinner and you've put something up today for a bit of fun and you're edutaining them educating them and entertaining them and it means that they actually don't have to think about it they can go and relax on the sofa with maybe a nice glass of wine and their nachos with their nachos yeah (laughs) you know um and they'll go oh they always put something up a little bit different yeah. He didn't get out. He just kept saying, oh, yeah. I want more sofas up. Um, and I kind of went, well, this isn't working as well. well they, could have, they could have done a retargeting ad, you know, then for those people uh, who saw that. Uh, yeah, for say, nacho cleaner, when you spill the nachos on the on the sofa you just bought. Or it could be the nachos company. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever it's the nacho company, I don't eat nachos. But anyway, there you go. I was a bit it's lost. A and I'm not into cooking anyways, you know. Well, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, absolutely uh, right. People like to see the personality beyond the brand, you know. Yeah. And showing behind the scenes, scene, you know, videos or images of, of that furniture being made. That's a great, you know. Mm. It would be a good type of post rather than trying to just put a post out there by now. You know, it's people like to be entertained and they like to see, um, like I say, the personality behind the brand as well. So that comes down to things like mixing up your content. Um, actually, maybe this is something you might be able to advise if, um, maybe um, people that are maybe lost when it comes to social media content. You know, like what kind of forms work, you know, um, are, are you saying and don't say live video? Don't say live video because uh, I'm just going to switch Martin, off. You can say live video is the way they go. Do you know what? Live video for me is is a big thing. I always say I've got the perfect face for radio. And if you see my face, you'll see I that all the time. And, and, uh, <laughs> and um, you know, the Norfolk accent as well. I don't I don't like hearing myself back, you know, when it's recorded. I know, you live, sound great today, live, 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 yeah. <laughs> live video was a very, very big barrier for me to get over. But I yeah. think the more, the more you do it, it, the easier it becomes. I know. Well, um, I've said that for the last year and um, uh, <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> no, since 2019, Martin. Oh, yes. 2020 is the year of video. 2021. <laughs> and the thing is, video is certainly, it's gaining more region engagement. So video, video mm. is still big. Um, yeah, I know. But I just keep thinking I'm going to go on and just freeze. 
you know, I mean, so, you know. Was it in 2019? I think Facebook even came out and publicly said that, you know, video is the, it's the preferred format. It's going to, live video especially, is going to get more reach. Yes, yeah. I know, yeah. but you're not winning me over just yet. I've still got a few more weeks left. <laughs> you could do mime, and then if you freeze, you could just kind of, you know, kind of be kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> my wi-fi went um so do you think it is like video um i'm hoping we'll say audio um but do you know what actually i'll give you a laugh right i did an audio tweet one saturday morning i was sitting minding my own business decided i'd just say i'm here having a coffee before everyone got up holy moly i got so many people coming on and liking and leaving comments and i'm going i just thought that was really interesting you know, and you're absolutely right. Audio, I think audio is going to get just get bigger in 2022. You know, podcast mm-hmm. and audio is a great way forward. You think Clubhouse, um, yeah. you mentioned Twitter Spaces earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's becoming easier, and there's more platforms to use audio. You know, with Facebook um, as well. I, I, have they, I'm not sure if they've in, introduced it into groups yet, but it would be great if they do, um, because I think Facebook groups, uh, again, in my opinion. A Facebook page is there for your brand awareness and obviously for your, yeah. your optimization as well. But a Facebook group is where you can really build your community. It's you, you've give, you basically, if you run your own Facebook group, um, those that have joined already a captive audience and you can engage with them. But even just engaging within fa- other people's Facebook groups, um, doing a little bit of lurking, um, mm-hmm. listening to the conversations and then jumping in and putting your authority across and getting your um tips and advice across as well put you across the authority but i mean yeah going back to- and, and then i have to say then you don't have to worry about the hair or makeup ladies <laughs> <laughs> something i worry about all the time yeah but again as you say it's mixing up your content um and uh it's a bit i always say to people like your face i Facebook page is nearly like a, a magazine. So people come on, they don't want to just see the same old picture of Philip every day. So they want well, to change it feeding, off. That's what they're feeding back to me. Or, yeah. <laughs> so that's driving your traffic. Well. <laughs> uh, you know? But do you know what's interesting? And I don't know if you would agree with this, Martin, but I do think that the COVID epidemic pandemic yeah. that we had, I think it's sort of, not only did it drive people obviously more into the digital space, but I think that whole element of wanting to see stories mm-hmm. and the human connection mm-hmm. and to hear people, hence the audio explosion and watch video, but also, as you rightly said, Martin, see the people behind the companies that mm-hmm. they buy products from, you know, um, yeah. you, you know, I think has been a, a huge thing because uh, sort of it's like that innate feeling of connection. We all yeah. want to be connected with people you know yeah um especially when you can't get to meet people yeah exactly you know and um i i think if if companies can embrace that sort of that that ethos of of showing the human personality it will really help them and that also would help with social media engagement because yeah. that's the other side of being on social it's not just <clears> posting <throat> yeah i would wouldn't you say martin it's also engaging and going looking for those conversations absolutely yeah my my their old dad said to me years ago, you know, you've got two ears and one mouth, use, use them in that proportion. Um, I never well, listened to them. But, no, uh, and <laughs> neither do I. <laughs> but it is right. It's, you know, there's, um, I think companies are even employing what they call CLOs now, I think chief listening officers, you know, the bigger brands, um, people are just sitting there and monitoring social media, looking for that chance to jump in mm-hmm. and engage as that brand. 
So yeah. it is would more you, about would you listening. Suggest, like ha- using um, like uh, a third party tool, uh, like say Hootsuite, for example, mm. to um, sort of have yourself set up to check, you know, what's yeah. going on. Like, yeah. you know, uh, Google Alerts is another one, isn't it? It's great too. Google yeah. Alerts is one of my, I mean, that's free here in Norfolk. We, 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 I love free things, you know, us here in Norfolk. Me too. We've got short arms <laughs> yeah. and long pockets, you know. It's, <laughs> and, and Google Alerts is absolutely free to use. It's so easy to set up. You know, you can monitor your brand. You can yeah. come back to those keywords, monitor those keywords. Mm-hmm. Again, tools such as WhoSuite. Um, I used to use Sprout Social. Now using something called Content Carl. There's, there's, there's all these different platforms. I don't mm-hmm. think you, yeah. you, you've got the perfect platform there yet, but each has got its own great features um yeah but using one of those tools to put those keywords in and listen to conversations i think is actually just to let you know uh, martin we had um andy on from I content, content. Cal. oh yeah. brilliant excellent yeah, yeah lovely yeah. guy yeah lovely really nice guy yeah very interesting um uh, and he's he just makes it sort of make your life a little easier with yeah, that tool absolutely. um yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I did have had some good news as well. Didn't they do a deal with Adobe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's just so, going so, through as yeah, we speak. So, yeah. so yeah. it's great news for them. So yeah. goodness um, what he knows what he'll be up to next. Who yeah. knows? Mm. He's on a beach yeah. somewhere, hopefully with his feet up drinking a pina colada. Yeah, he deserves it. Um, yeah, absolutely. But he did um, say he'd come to Dublin for a Guinness, but... It's very true, <laughs> yeah. Um, just very quickly, actually, Martin, in relation to social media engagement, you know, how would you advise a business to properly interact with their community online? Um, again, I would say probably Facebook groups. Um, using Facebook as an example, um, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, I would look at having a page and having a group if you, you know, you run your own business, mm-hmm. um, and you can certainly engage with that audience within that group, or just engaging in relevant groups, you know, an industry industry related group. Um, your target audience are going to be in those groups. So it's a great way to offer value and engage with them. Again, mm-hmm. putting you across uh, as the authority, you know, looking for opportunities to engage with other members and, and build that authority within your industry. I'm a, I'm a very big believer in know, know like, and trust. Yeah. Um, you know, it's quite simply, if people don't know you, they don't like you or they don't trust you, they, they're not going to buy from you. Mm-hmm. Um, flip that completely. And if they know you, like you, and trust you, they'll certainly, they certainly will buy from you. Hopefully, if you're front of mind, you're engaging with them, they're not even going to go, go to Google to search for other business. They're, going to, they're not going to go into Facebook and search for your competitors. They're going to come straight to you. So yeah. again, going back, I think it's about listening and then engaging. Um, times have certainly changed. I think it used to be a one-way conversation with uh, TV ads, newspaper ads. Um, now it's a two-way conversation. And going back to what my father said, um, he was completely right. He was probably, I mean, he, he said that about 30, 40 years ago, and he was probably way ahead of his time. Um, mm. You know, he must have seen social media coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he lucky as it though? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like you, you like you have like your expertise is in management. You're also in training as well. Um, at the moment, what what do you see people um, kind of looking for in regard to training? What do you feel they are most likely to contact you about? Because there could be somebody out there listening today, going, "Do you know what? I need to up my game. I need to, you know, get on the right platforms, have the right tone of voice, you know, the right content." figure out how to engage my audience um, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great question. Again, I think it's certainly how to increase engagement and their followers. Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the key things, you know, I, I try to get clients to focus on a, a lot of it with the following its vanity metrics, you know, like they want, 
25,000 followers on Instagram. They, they want 100,000 followers. It's Again, it comes back to quality over quantity. I'd rather have um, 200 followers that are generally interested in what I offer rather than 20,000 followers that are not going to engage with me. So, um, yeah, generally they, will, yeah. generally they will come to me and just they, they want to know what platforms they should be using. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, a lot of people believe, right, we should be on Pinterest, we should be on YouTube, we should be on Twitter. They should, they spread themselves too thinly and trying to be on all of these platforms. What I generally say is start off with one platform, look where your target audience is going to be, yes. um, where they're going to be most active. Start off on that platform when you're comfortable with that, when it's going and running and basically running on autopilot, apart from the content creation, it's time to then move on to the next platform. Um, and generally when clients come to me with training, they're quite relieved to hear that because they feel as though they need to be on all of these social media platforms and they don't yeah. need to. Mm, yeah. um, obviously Snapchat, Snapchat and TikTok, you know, they're getting asked more and more about those platforms now. For me, they're for the youngsters. I'll leave that to the younger generation. I'm probably a little bit too old in the tooth for that and stick up to Facebook, LinkedIn. And But then again, that's uh, not maybe where the customer base is. I mean. Absolutely. You know, yeah. like, like Philip, you know, I know you love to try emerging technology. He's a real, oh, latest gadget, latest this, latest that, you know. Uh, he's yep. always on Amazon, but we don't go there. Um, but Alexa, bye, <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> but we even said that ourselves, like, you know, yeah. you, you just can't be just jumping onto something because you think it's, yeah. oh, it's a nice, new, shiny thing. I should be on TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And people don't want to see me dancing on TikTok, trust me. No, oh, I do, Martin. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, no pressure there. No pressure. But it is no, true. Like you don't have to be true. on everything. You know, no, start with. Uh, and again, that's where I think going back and looking at your Google Analytics, which is to do with your website, your web developer be able to tell you if you're not too sure yourself, is go in and see where is the traffic coming in. Is it TikTok? Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and, sure. and exactly as. As you said, when we were talking about strategy, Martin, you know, like it all does boil down, I suppose, sometimes in the simplistic view, as we, we said, Emer, that, you know, who is your customer? Who's your target audience? Are they on that channel? Like, hmm. like if if they're on TikTok, well, then make it your business to be on TikTok. But if they're on LinkedIn and maybe Facebook, but they've no intention of being on TikTok, why would you be there? Yeah, absolutely agree. And I, I think it goes right back to what we were talking about, audits and reviews. It, it's, it's good to do some competitor analysis mm. and see their target audience, see who's gauging with their posts, you know, it's yeah. and go after their followers, you know, tap into their audience as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. And there's no harm in asking the odd question to see, you know, um, do you poll yeah. maybe? That's another. Yeah. Absolutely. Know. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, absolutely. Uh, if you don't ask, you don't get. And, and your customers and your audience are normally the, the, the best people to gain content creation from because generally the questions they're asking will make great blog posts. They will make great social media posts. Yeah. Mm. And then um, again, having the right hashtags, I think, is another point that people kind of, um, oh, I'm going to go on this hashtag and then they might end up in a hashtag related that they shouldn't be on because... <laughs> Not the right one, if you know what I mean. Because there can be ones out there that are not really going to work for you because they're maybe not, mm. if you know what I mean, yeah, what, appropriate. What, That's what, the they, not. <laughs> what they sort of give you the impression they would be, you know. Um, yes. <laughs> so do that wee bit of research too. Exactly. Absolutely. You know? yeah. um, like you mentioned there, one of the things, Martin, um, 
And by the way, this has been a great interview. Uh, we, okay. We've really enjoyed chatting with you. And yeah. I think we, we've time for two last questions, but I suppose just this second last one, Martin. Um, you mentioned there that obviously um, a lot of businesses, and it doesn't surprise me, come to say, how do we get our followers on social? You know, mm-hmm. how do we grow our presence? Um, like obviously when we all started on Twitter, you would end up saying maybe following um, maybe a couple of clients that you had. And then mm-hmm. you might follow some of the influencers and they may follow you back, et cetera. Um, when you're advising businesses in that whole area, are there some kind of initial tips that you say, listen, here's the starting point. Follow your existing followers or your existing clients, et cetera, et cetera. I, I think, um, again, another great question. I think it's to start with, it's, it's, it's just dropping those sales type posts and offering value. It's all about, mm-hmm. for me, is creating value, being present yeah. and engaging with your audience. It's again, goes back to that building that know, like, and trust. Um, I think if you do that, they will come. Yeah. Um, social media marketing, as we said, is not an overnight fix. It's part of your long-term marketing plan. Um, part of creating a sustainable business and I think it's just about offering tips advice being helpful being entertaining just being transparent being you being open and being genuine yeah. um, and I think if people buy into you they feel part of that community yeah, they, yeah and they become advocates then. absolutely yeah they don't mm-hmm. just become followers they, they, you're absolutely right hey, email mm-hmm. it's, they become advocates and they'll sing your praises to others and yeah. that's where you start to build your following yeah because there is a sort of a with some businesses for whatever reason They'll be delighted when they see the followers growing, but they neglect to follow those people back. And or they follow you and then they unfollow you. Mm. Yes. Which is really low. There used to be a great tool called, I I don't know if it's still about, I used to use it years ago, Manage Flitter, and you could see the people that followed you and unfollowed you. Great, great tool. Absolutely. Tweeps Map is another one. Excellent. Okay, I'll check that one out. Yeah. 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 There's loads of them. Yeah. I remember Twitter, there was loads of tools like Follower Wonk and Tweepy and all of these. Um, yeah. But sometimes it's nearly easier just to go in and look, you know, um, yeah. and, and then say, right, okay, well, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite worrying, you know, when people say like the terms that we would use, you know, in social, like, oh, I'm following you. Quite worrying. You wouldn't say it in the street. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. you know, it's. Yeah. <laughs> And you're following around the supermarket. Let's let's connect on aisle five over tin of beans. But keeping it simple, I think really at the end of the day is posting the right content, knowing who your audience is. um, You know, engaging with your engagers. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I think engagement is key and consistency is key. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And the odd social media joke is not. Unless you come to the right resource. <laughs> work, you know what I'm going to say, guys? Be prepared for Christmas because he's got a few and he probably post a few now around Christmas Day, so just be aware. <laughs> well, listen, because because I, I, because Martin understands me, here's a here's a very quick joke for you. Oh, God. You know, Emer, you know, I, I recently uh, had to uh, close down my paper business. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it folded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fold this up now. So, um, any last tips for us, Martin? And um, and hopefully we haven't turned your followers off. Um, uh, where can more people go and find out more about you, as they say? Too? Um, yeah, I think just any more tips. I think it's just asking your audience questions, not telling them jokes, asking them questions, um, ask mm. for their opinion on industry-related topics, make them feel valued, and like we said, make them feel 
part of a community. So, and that you're uh, listening to them. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um, so where can people find me? Um, my website, www.martinreynolds.co.uk. Um, obviously, you, as to be expected, you'd find me across social media as well. Um, I also have a social media training membership hub that I run for local businesses as well. Um, wow. And small businesses called Social Sesh. That's right. with a Z. So apparently we've done some research and in the Urban Dictionary, Sesh means awesome. So all right. And and the domain name was available. So that's www.socialsesh.com. So but you've uh, been sesh marking. You uh, <laughs> yes. too old to use the word sesh, but who knows? Well, how about well, you here in Ireland, lit? we always say you're going for a lit. session. <laughs> going yeah. for a sesh. <laughs> Well, he's going um, to the bar. <laughs> my, uh, my my young lad kind of said, "Dad, you're lit. I'm lit." Really? Yeah, that's that's the new word. As in, you're cool. You're lit. So you're okay. lit oh, okay. and sesh, Martin. Oh, you know why he's saying right, that? Because so. he knows Santa's on as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> lit is right. <laughs> I I lit my wallet and it exploded. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah. so uh, so Eddie, as I say, I'm trying to get the last tip out of you today, Martin. Um, oh, last tip. Um, you need to find out where your target audience are active. You know, yeah. don't, don't be on every single platform. Um, even if you focus on one platform, even mm-hmm. if you even if you post only once a week. Um, yeah. It's a quality post rather than just doing it because you, for the sake of posting, yeah. um, only post when you've got something to say. And look at your Facebook insights to find out when your audience are active, find yeah. out what time of the day they're on, mm-hmm. what the best days of the week and the best time of the day they're actually on Facebook. Facebook gives you that data. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it pays to make the most of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the other uh, platforms will as well. So, um, and that's another thing, you know, the way sometimes we've got, that, this might be a last tip as well that you'd agree with me is, don't post on Facebook at the same time as Instagram. Yes. Because, yeah, because yeah, there's different audiences at different times. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, yeah. it doesn't look good either. So, mm. absolutely. Yeah. And don't be afraid to use like refresh your content and use it, recycle your content. If you've got evergreen content that yeah. got good engagement, say three, four, five, six months ago, use it again yeah. because they'll Repurpose. be people. Yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. That doesn't mean jokes, Philip, no. Yeah, yeah. Emer was pointing me, uh, was pointing me there, Martin, on the camera here. Don't you dare repurpose these jokes. Yeah. These are classic. These are goals, to be honest. With you, you oh, know. Go on, go oh, on. Tell, sure, him yeah. the, tell him your Google one. The Google? Which what was the one? I, where, does, where does Google go for, go for a drink? Oh, I can't remember that one. I do. The search bar. Oh, the search bar, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I'm hanging yeah. out with you too long. Well, I'm, so. I'm actually thinking of starting a social media network for chickens. All right. Oh. It's not, yeah, it's not a full-time job. It's just a way to make hens meet. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I like that one. I like that one. You know. That's good. I like anyway, it, yeah. let's go before everybody switches off. Yeah, it's all gone. It's all gone to all gone shot now. I tell you. Yeah, let's let's move it on. You know. Yeah, well, Martin, thank you again for joining us. It was a, yeah. it was a pleasure to thank hear you, your you your wisdom. No, yeah. uh, and if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again on the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course on the Dublin South FM website. So please do download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And all that's left to say is I've been Philip Twyford, the Curly Marketer. And I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media. And we'll see you again soon for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye. Dublin South FM.
too.